sounds of Dead Can Dance. A band that came out of Scotland, England in the 80s. With a reconstituted vision of classical Gothic music. Expanded with textures from the Arabian world. The medieval world. world of the apocalypse. Oh, a lush tapestry. I love saying that. A lush tapestry of sound. Transporting and transcendent at the same time. You are listening to me, Perkins Warbeck, the 23rd, as I host the 25th installment of The Gates of Delirium. I am very thankful for all of you for your continued support, support, especially Alfred's World of Trousers. This is San Pedro from Osric Tattico.
a snafu.
Listening to Blackwater Slide by Bert Jansch. If this sounds familiar, it turned into Backwater Slide by Jimmy Page on Led Zeppelin II, in which he completely ripped it off and made no acknowledgement whatsoever of its origin. Thinking <laughs> that Led Zeppelin was caught doing that quite a bit. It's an interesting story. We're going to move on with another. Another outlandish excursion from Steve Hillage. This is Shimmer. We're listening to The Gates of Delirium with me, Perkins Warbeck the 23rd. <laughs> Bye. 
You are listening to The Gates of Delirium. This is episode number 25. Here at Dance. We're listening to Dick and Dance, a neo-gothic musical enterprise started in the 80s, blending all sorts of disparate musical elements into a lush tapestry. There it is, I get to say that again, a lush tapestry of sound. Once again, we'd like to thank Alfred's World of Trousers. Alfred has never trousered a man without trousering his soul. Alfred brings truth with every pair of trousers he sells. Alfred will set you on the straight and narrow and answer your deepest existential questions. Rely on Alfred for the best in trousers and for the meaning of life.
was you Do you think I really abused you? On reflection now, it doesn't matter How can, can you say, you say I made you need to Can't say it now, can't you say it now Do you think I really abused you?
listening to Open Country Joy from my Beachin Orchestra from the album Birds of Fire, 1974. We're going to continue with Soft Machine. This is Ban Ban Caliban. You're listening to Mutiny Radio. FM. Thank you. 
This next piece is going to be from a band known as Griffin. They were formed at the London School of Music in 1971. I can find the place here. Yeah. This is the last flash of Gabardine Taylor. By Griffin. From the album Midnight Mushrooms. 1973.
We here at Her Kate's Delirium would like to thank the continuing generosity of our major sponsor, Alfred from Alfred's World of Trousers. Alfred has talked I, Perkins Warbeck, the 23rd, back from the ledge on many occasions when I thought that true meaning and true, true fulfillment was not to be had in this earthly dimension. Alfred has always reassured me in the only way that he can that the fight itself is the purpose. I doubt, therefore, I am When all else fails, and there's very little to hang on to. The very act of doubting the point and purpose of this exotic journey reminds us that we are the rarest of self-aware creatures, possibly unlike anything else in the entire universe. We don't know. But we know we're rare. Consider that as we move into Vandegraaff Generator. This is darkness.
There will be blood on the tracks when all is said and done. But that doesn't mean that ultimately it will not have meant something. Meaning is forged in the moment, not in memory. Through memory, we can impose whatever we want on the past, and we do. It's not a truthful accounting of what happened. It's not a truthful accounting of who you are, who you were at the time. You made a decision to act in accordance with all that you were up to that point in time. You could have done otherwise. You would have. You didn't. So you couldn't have. We can accept, forgive, and move on. No, we haven't been hurt intentionally. We haven't been harmed by those who wanted to harm us. They just didn't know otherwise. It was who they were, not a product of conscious choice. Remember that. It's time to move on and unshackle yourself from the past.
We are going out to the sounds of Dixie, the Dixie Dregs and Steve Morris in a beautiful duet with himself and Rod Morgenstern on violin called Old World. That was the Dixie Dregs. I'm going to sign off and leave it to Tweeka Turner here on March 15th. 2022. I have been Perkins Warbeck. This has been Gates of Delirium, and we are on MutinyRadio.fm. I'll see you next week at 6 o'clock here from the sprawling studios of MutinyRadio.fm. This is Perkins Warbeck, the 23rd, saying good night. Not too out.
Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Anti-Trump is the antivirus or antibody to the Trump virus. We're a global alliance of humans standing up against the Trump brand. Antitrump.com started four years ago on March 19, 2016 with two sketches and a dream for a better world. Nobody thought it was going to be this bad. Most of us probably figured it would just be four more years of the same old. He was a 70-year-old babbling Nimrod. How bad could it really be? Treason is the last of his felonious activities. The Trump brand has hijacked our government and sold Lady Liberty to the mob. We are a leaderless and without the most basic health care systems and community services. COVID-19 is a pandemic, but the Trump brand is the virus. Welcome to the antivirus. Go to antitrump.com and spread the word. Individual politics aren't important. What is important is that we stand together as a unified voice and say enough is enough. That's antitrump.com. Welcome to Strictly Bad Vibes, your personal complaint department. Um, what, what the hell are we talking about? Um, whiny people and their stupid complaints that we requested they send us. Why do we do this? Why, why are we <laughs> None of which matters in this equation because it is his choice to carry such horse shit on the fucking train. And he was yelling, he was like, move it, bitch, move it, bitch. And, uh, and uh, I wasn't, I wasn't. I'm just not, I'm not moving it, you know. I've arrived, why should I move? I don't like what work has been giving us at our free lunches. 115-340-1976, 1-9-7-6, and it does not spell anything. 115-340-1976. Go for it. Call in, guys.
think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Well, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground 
Brown Comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcr. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a Song. I, I'm Mike's friend. My turn-ons are satin sheets. I love to be outdoors. Follow me on Twitter. Jokes to call. The French duh, not the duh duh. Let's watch a full-length Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hey, Hi, Mike. Carl. Thanks for having I am an official co-host now, and I, I welcome our audience. I was going to thank you, but there's no need to thank you. I'm a regular. You've been a regular on this show for, I don't know, the second year. We've been oh, I've been the... regularly booked. Yes. We're right now streaming first on mutinyradio.fm, the Internet's uh, radio station from San Francisco. You can listen to us every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We follow Found Round Sound with Scotto at noon, and we're right before Ugly Sundays. Uh, so you can tune in to mutinyradio.fm uh, beginning at noon PST and listen to some music, then watch a movie with us, and then listen to more music. How about that? We're going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube. We also have a podcast by our acronym, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. We also have a YouTube channel that uh, Colin... That Carl, sorry, Car- uh, Carl. That's I'm all right. Sure. Colin's equally as much a friend as me. <laughs> <laughs> like the uh, same level. We, we are here on YouTube as well. Uh, you can watch us yourself. Hey, look, I'm wearing my mini radio shirt. An exclusive. Oh, yeah. wow. Uh-huh. Holy cow. Those, you can't just get those for free. Mike Spiegelman's wearing a mutiny radio <laughs> comedy festival in Los Angeles. Yeah, that's like the last year and a half. <gasps> um, we're so. You can follow us on the YouTube. You can follow us on our podcast, or you can stream here as right now on Mutiny Radio. Mutiny Radio can use your donations. Go ahead to Venmo, donate at Mutiny Radio. Carl, what is the movie we are watching? What full length movie are we watching today? Today we will watch The Kid Brother, nineteen twenty seven. The Kid Brother, nineteen twenty seven. The channel we like is <laughs> Titled Films. Way to hit it over the head. It's what, films. What's that the catch? What what's like. the catch? Okay, so go ahead and type in The Kid Brother. That's from 1927, and that's a special year. We'll tell you in a sec. It is hosted by the channel <coughs> Films. 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 <laughs> Click the link, hit pause, move it to 000. Uh, we have a really excited Carl produces yeah. his show, did the theme song. He yeah. syncs up the videos. 
and yeah. he interviewed a celebrity comedian. I did. To, yeah. So while you go on YouTube and figure this out, chill out. Carl has an interview with a uh, celebrity comedian. The celebrity comedian will give you talk about himself, herself, and then we'll do the celebrity comedian countdown. And when that comic says go, we go. Carl, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Gary G. Garcia. Welcome, Gary. What's up, baby? Now, Gary, thank you when for having you... me. Yeah, well, thank you for being there, I, being here. I mean, I have you here because you are a big-time, hot-shot, headliner comedian. I was excited to get you. But the first thing I want to say is when people look you up, they got to include the G, right? Yeah, you know, you... G. Garcia. Very important. Otherwise, Very important. I come up, uh, when you Google Gary Garcia, I come up like on page nine. <laughs> there's, a, there's, a lot of, there's a lot more people named Gary Garcia that are doing much more than I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you put in Gary G. Garcia, I pop right up. Now, you were a Epic, Epic Records recording artist. Yeah, Tell back in uh, 1992. How did you get from there to here? Okay, so we're going back to 92. Tell yeah. me a little bit about that time and what was going on with you in your life. Uh, well, we had, uh, we, had, we had started what at the time was the first live hip-hop band. Uh -huh. So it was, uh, you know, live guitar, bass, drums. Uh, we had a live DJ, and then we had a dude, my boy Peter George, who triggered the samples, and I was the vocalist. Uh -huh. And we were called uh, Smoking Suckers with Logic. Smokers, uh, SSL for short. You know, we, we, had, we had a very brief, very quick pop of light, you know. I got to get into Rolling Stone magazine. You know, I had a little <laughs> article there, first issue of Vibe. So it was very quick, and we faded very fast. Well, we, that we, is still... We killed ourselves, really. We, we shot our own foot, feet off. <laughs> well, a hell of a ride. So what, you guys self-destructed in a way? Y yeah, no, in every way. That's exactly uh -huh. what happened. We just, you know, you can't give a bunch of... When I, I was 22 at the time, when we got signed, we got signed uh, for like 800,000. Wow, it was yeah. a very large, it was a very large uh, deal for, you know, a, a first time band. And uh, everything was looking really good, but our heads blew up before the album did. <laughs> our heads blew up even before the album came out. I mean, we were 22, we didn't have no guidance. So, you know, here it is, we're taking pictures. I was in the first issue of Vibe. I played with Ziggy Marley. I was playing with KRS, wow. I played with Julian Lennon. And, you know, you tend to, well, we also got, I should mention, we got kicked off the Bob Marley tour. I mean, yes. the, the Ziggy Marley tour. Um, because of, you know, our antics. We were a little crazy. It was it was a lot of kids from the street. And, uh, you know, a lot of things happening quick. And no, nobody, you know, we, we, were, we were just wild, man. We went on tour, and that was the end of it. Once uh -huh. we got back from the tour, we left. They gave us a 12-passenger van to go on tour, brand new. When we, when we bought it back, it looked like it was from Road Warrior. Oh, wow. The windshield was completely shattered. I hit like a wild turkey doing 65 miles an hour in cruise <laughs> control. It was insane. It was an insane ride, but it was fun. You know, we had some moments. I got a song in uh in um Street Fighter 2, the animated movie. Uh-huh. They got one of my songs in there. I awesome. got a couple of movies, yeah. It was cool. Yeah, that's very cool. I mean, I, I understand that it fell apart, you know. Yeah, but then we got Blackpool, which is very true. You can get Blackpool. <laughs> I, I thought that was a myth, but it's actually very true. You can get Blackpool. You know, we had all the majors coming after us when we first signed with Epic, but then when we broke up with Epic, nobody wanted to touch us. The word was out, not to even let us in the door. 
Yeah. And we weren't. We weren't letting the door. We could have probably worked through it. We were very talented, but I didn't have the patience. Mm -hmm. You know, I was young. Now today, I had kids, had stuff, started having kids. You are not young anymore, right? You're in your fifties, like me, and you're out there doing comedy. Now your your base is Atlantic City, and this is a tourist spot, so the crowds are good every single night of the week, right? Tell me about this. Pretty much. I mean, the winter it slows down. In the winter, the average, like I said, on a Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, you're probably going to get like 20, sometimes even 15, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, for some reason, Tuesdays, I think it's because they give the free hotel rooms on certain days. So Tuesdays, for some reason, pop. Okay. And uh, then you got the weekends. The weekends carry us through. Saturdays, we're always going to have 100 or more both shows. And we do two shows every night. And uh, we're supposedly opening up another spot down the boardwalk. I'm not really at liberty to say it yet because I don't think it's been completely finalized. Right. But if that's the case, we'll have another room. Before that, COVID, we had five rooms. So that'll make you have three rooms. Yeah. Then we'll, Well, the Anchor Rock Club, I don't know if we're going through the whole winter with that. They do okay. a lot of rock shows there, too. Right now, we have a deal with them where we're doing on uh, Mondays and Tuesdays. Okay. Okay. You know, so uh, what was the, I mean, before COVID, we had five, five rooms. Every single night of the week, I would do a show in Tropicana, run to run, you know, get off the stage, run all the way down because we had another show going on. But I was going on later, run down to Caesars, then run to Bally's, then finish it off over at Showboat. Wow, what a night. Good times. Yeah, it was rock and roll, man. Just running from show to show, going off. It was great. And each room was usually pretty well because there's always going to be people out here. And the good thing about Atlantic City is the people that come out here, unlike New York, I do a lot of shows in New York. I'm out there every Monday. I run a midnight show there called uh, the Not Quite Tuesday Show with my brother, Adam Gable. Uh-huh. When I say my brother, I mean my brother in comedy. Um, uh, Adam That's Gable, we run, we run a midnight show there. We've been out there for like, we've been out there doing shows for two years, but with the Not Quite Tuesday Show, it's a full year. We just made like a year about three months ago. We made a year over there. So that's always popping. But out there was different because that's tourist also. And yeah. and but the tourists there are from like, you know, you know, freaking other countries. You'll get people mm-hmm. from Denmark and England and Ireland and, and all these different countries, which is great when you when you do well because you know your stuff is universal. People from anywhere can, you know, can relate yeah. to it. Yeah. But in Atlantic City, the tourists that you get are Ohio, PA you know, Chicago, Detroit, and, and right. like, you know, uh, Florida. And so when you hit the road, these are people that are actually going to follow you and become fans and, and stick with you. Having having two fans in England is great, but it's not going <laughs> to do nothing for my career. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, so the good thing about Atlantic City is it correlates to when I hit the road because mm-hmm. the people that see me in Atlantic City, when I come out to their hometowns, then they come out to see me. So, yeah, so Atlantic nice. City, you know, has been has been a blessing to me. You know, in so many ways, even just the time. During COVID, we were open. Once they opened up the restaurants, we were the only live entertainment in probably anywhere in, in the East Coast, but definitely in Atlantic City. There was nothing else open. No bars, no clubs, nothing. No live shows. We were the only live show. We were allowed 60 people. And uh, we were sold out every single night. I bet you, yeah. And I was doing two shows a night. 30, 40 minutes a night. There was some nights, I think the longest I did was like an hour and 26 minutes is the longest I've done so far. One night they just let me go. I was like, go as long as you want. Gotcha. Um, 
but I was there was a point I was I, I'll say and I'll say this boldly and I'm pretty sure it's true. I was doing more time as a comedian than any other comedian, definitely in the East Coast. Uh-huh. Um, I would probably say the world. I was doing an hour at night, easy. Gotcha. Every single night during during the lockdowns. That's your so job. There was a point where I was just building and building. I, I, it's been a great opportunity for me, you know. Well, yeah, you were talking to me about your comedy special. You've retired all those jokes because yeah. you don't want people to come out and see you go, oh, I saw that on the special, right? That well, means I you know, they see me to go home and be like, oh, I didn't I didn't hear him say that tonight. This is right, right. Now, you've also got this Rated G podcast, okay? And yeah. I'm sure it's G from Gary G. Garcia and then Rated G, which I'm sure it ain't, you know? And I yeah. think Brian... No, it's not. Who's your co-host, Brian? Brian Licata. Licata. Okay. Yeah. Tell me about this one. Two episodes away right now, which by the time this comes out, I'll be at my hundredth episode, which is very nice. To me a very big milestone. I've had like some good people on there. I've had uh, uh, Jimmy G from um, Murphy's Law on there. Mm-hmm. I had Tommy Chong from Cheech and Chong. Yeah. I've had Eleanor uh, Eleanor Kerrigan on there. She's a beast comedian. She's also from um, what was that show, Entourage? Right. So we got some good, some like really good people. And then and then most of the people you're gonna see on my show are people who are going to be stars. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Like they're making noise, they're up there, these are people I believe in, and uh these are people to watch out for. Tell me about this one. Two episodes away right now, which by the time this comes out, I'll be at my hundredth episode, which is very nice. A very big milestone. I've had like some good people on there. I've had uh uh Jimmy G from um Murphy's Law on there. I mm-hmm. had Tommy Chong from Cheech and Chong. Yeah. I had Eleanor, uh, Eleanor Kerrigan on there. She's a beast comedian. She's also from, um, what was that show, Entourage? Right. So we got some good, some like really good people. And then, and then most of the people you're going to see on my show are people who are going to be stars. Gotcha. You know what they're I'm saying? Like they're coming. making noise. They're up there. These are people I believe in. And uh, these are people to watch out for. Now, you're no slouch yourself. You've even been on Showtimes. The show was called Billions. Tell me about that experience, how you got cast, what happened there. That That's, uh, that's a lot more big. People always say you might have seen them on Billions. Yeah. People who don't know me did not see me on Billions. <laughs> because, you know, I basically was in the background. I was in the background. I did background acting. I'm very good at – I'm in a couple of movies pretending to talk. But people who know me saw me on – on billions like people who know me call me up like yo gee i just saw you on billions because <laughs> when we did this shoot i saw you know there were all these seats to the left and then to the right there were these two seats so i already knew i'm like that's where the main actors are going to be sitting you know everyone else didn't pick up on that so of course i picked the seat right next to them and then everybody saw me do that so they all started jumping into the seats next to them and then <laughs> they moved everybody around but i got to sit right next to the dude so you see me throughout the whole scene so technically, mm-hmm. I was on Showtime. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So technically, I was on, you know, I was on Billions, you know? Well, you got a great credit for opening I made, up Apparently, I made, a, I made a, an impact because they wanted to bring me back. Uh-huh. And uh, they couldn't because it was the season I was already in it. They realized they already had me on the other one because somebody else had saw me and wanted to bring me on another episode. Oh, okay. I get typecasted a lot in the uh-huh. background acting field. I'm always um, playing wow. like a, like a, a prison inmate uh i had a role where they finally i was a recovering addict number three i was i was hoodlum number two and what's crazy is whenever i go i always go to wardrobe and right when i walk up you know they'll look at me and go 
He's you're good. Fine. You're, you're fine. Yeah. You're Even if I'm playing a recovering addict or or whatever, he's fine the way he is. <laughs> I don't know how to take that. That is, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. you should be offended and all at the same time be like, well, you know, the truth is I mean, the person's really good at picking the person they want to play. Apparently, I look at, you know, what are you going to do? You know? Okay, so now, how can people find you out there on the internet, on social media? How do people, I mean, we can Google Gary G. Garcia. Is that the way to do it or you got to uh, I mean, yeah, that's my thing on everything. Gary G. Garcia is uh, my Instagram my Facebook, uh, you can go to AC Jokes. You know, they have uh, all the house comedians there and all my links are there. But if you go to my Instagram, it has my link tree and it'll link you to everything I, I do. It'll link uh -huh. you to the special. Uh, if you want to check out Rated G, that's on, um, it's Rated G with Gary G Garcia and Brian Licata. But if you put in, just get into the Gary G Garcia, it'll pop up. Yeah. Uh, okay. You just put in Rated G, a bunch of stuff pops up. That's on Spotify, that's on YouTube, I that's do. on. That's on anything where you can get uh yeah where you can get podcasts. But uh, if you want to catch all my episodes, go to Spotify. They still support free speech. <laughs> uh, my stuff gets pulled on YouTube sometimes within well, a minute. See, yeah, within I, minutes I, that I, I put it on. <laughs> that's where I catch you on YouTube because the video goes with it. You know, yeah. it's not just audio. Yeah, on Spotify they have the videos as well. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, Spotify you can now watch videos as well. Great, it's pretty awesome. I also do uh, the JoJo and Scotty morning show every Monday at 7 in the morning. It's called Conspiracy Mondays on the JoJo and Scotty morning show. That's 100.7 FM. And you could also just put in JoJo and Scotty on the Google and it'll bring up the, not even an app. It just brings up their page their you can listen live and you can listen to it from, from wherever you are. The way you end your show, be scared. They can't control you if, you, if you're not afraid. Yeah, right? How do you say it? How do you say it? Don't let them scare you because if they can't scare you, they can't control you. And that's just the truth. Yeah. You know, it's all through fear that we all look like. Right now, they're trying to get us into a position where we're dependent on them. We need them to, to make all the decisions and protect us. You're never yeah. going to be fully protected. No one can fully protect you. Nope. You know what I'm saying? The only thing that can protect you is love. All we got is us. We're the ones that could keep each other safe by being kind to each other.